Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi everyone and welcome to the Balance Club Summer Series. I'm Kirsty Buick and I'm a health and fitness journalist. Uh, you'll find me on Instagram at it's me Kirsty. And I'm Georgia Grant, a qualified personal trainer with a BSc in sports science. And you can find me on Instagram at Fitness. This is the third and unfortunately the final episode in this three-part series. The episodes don't necessarily follow on from each other, so it's totally cool if you want to start with this one. But we'd obviously love it if you want to go back and listen to episode one and two. Absolutely, there's some good stuff in there, so would highly recommend. Today, we are talking about, it's, well, this is probably my favorite thing to talk about in the whole world ever, so I'm really sorry if this is the longest podcast. We are talking about strength training. Um, I know you're very excited about this one too, Georgia. I am indeed. There's nothing better to talk about. Can you unpack a little bit about what strength training is and basically why it's awesome? So, I mean, strength training is basically strength resistance training is anything where you're kind of moving under a load. So whether that load is your body weight or whether it is kind of heavier weights, it's doing different movements, which are going to strengthen your muscles, going to strengthen your joints. There is so much benefit to resistance and strength training. I want to start with how it helps build lean muscle tissue because I don't think this is valued enough. Building muscle doesn't just mean having a bicep. There are so many more benefits to it. Um, When you've got more muscle, this means you're going to have more metabolic activity at rest. So When we look at expending energy, so our daily energy expenditure is the amount of calories we would burn in a normal day. A lot of this is made up of our BMR, so our basal metabolic rate. And what this is, is basically how many calories we would burn at rest when we're not doing anything. So we're just lying down, not moving, not doing anything. So our BMR, when we have more muscle mass, is increased. So therefore we are burning more calories while we are at rest, at rest, not rest, at rest. So this is really increasing our metabolism. So it is a great, great way to promote kind of sustainable weight loss and fat loss if you are really struggling with a weight loss, fat loss journey. It also keeps your bones stronger. It increases bone mineral density, which is so important because there is a lot of people that suffer from osteoporosis when you get older. Also, when you go through the menopause, estrogen is lower. So bone density will decrease. So the best thing you can do when going through menopause is resistance training because you're going to keep that bone mineral density up 
you're going to keep your bones nice and strong and therefore you're going to be more able as you age. It also strengthens your joints. So you're strengthening the muscles, ligaments around your joints. Therefore, you're going to be less prone to injury. You're going to be more able. Your flexion, your extension, your movement is going to be better. Cardiovascular benefits. Amazing cardiovascular benefits. A decreased risk in cardiovascular disease, which again, a massive, massive health benefit that we should all be striving for, you're going to get stronger. So I think when we look at getting stronger, it's not valued enough because we see it as, oh, well, a lot of the time, stereotypically, it should be a male, the male should be the big strong one. There is nothing more empowering mentally than feeling stronger. I think There are so many physical health benefits of being stronger. However, when you feel physically strong, you can lift a little bit more weight than you did the week before. You feel mentally strong. You feel like you can take on anything. There is no more empowering feeling. Also, you're decreasing your risk of injury. So when you're stronger, if you take a fall, you're less likely to seriously injure yourself because your body is more it's more able to protect itself because it is stronger. Um, A lot of things as well, when we look at a sedentary life, you're sitting down. A lot of people, not you directly, but a lot of people are sitting down in their daily life. So for their job, what that's going to do is it's going to deactivate your glutes. Your core is going to become weaker. So this is going to cause knee pain, lower back pain, which is so common at the minute. Lower back pain and knee pain is so common. And by strengthening your glutes, by strengthening your core, a lot of that you can eliminate. And that really does change a person's daily life. Not being in pain is a very nice thing. I think everyone would want to not be in pain. Aside from that, you're going to improve your functionality, your movement. Um, So again, as you age, if you then have grandkids, you can run around with them because you are so able. And these are memories that are so valuable. So having that functionality, having that movement availability is so important. And again, amazing postural improvements. So really, really good for your posture and improving posture. I mean, these are only some of the benefits. There are honestly so, so many. Reduced blood pressure, like I could go on for days. I love, I love hearing about all these things. I have so many points. Every time you said one of those, I was kind of like, yes, that happened to me. Like one, one example is I struggled really badly with lower back pain and lockdown because obviously I was sitting so much more and I was still doing a little bit of exercise, but now um, that I'm back in the gym, I'm doing like a consistent kind of structured strength training program my lower back pain is gone it is unreal stuff unreal stuff okay anyway back to questions Kirsty. strength training and cardio I think a lot of a lot of women kind of fall into the category of thinking okay cardio is cardio is for me cardio is the best thing that I can do um especially because cardio kind of a lot people feel that cardio is the best way to lose weight let's unpack that a little bit what's the difference between strength training and cardio I mean they wouldn't be wrong I know everyone wants me to say, no, it's not the best way to lose weight. 
you're probably going to lose more weight through doing cardio. However, when we unpack this a little bit further, you're not just losing fat, you're also losing muscle mass. And when I spoke about strength training a minute ago, I said the more muscle mass you have, the higher your resting metabolism is. So what you're going to do when you're decreasing that muscle mass is decrease your BMR. So decrease your resting metabolism. Therefore, having to kind of to maintain your weight, consuming less food daily and to stable that to stabilize that weight. Also, muscle mass, when you decrease your muscle mass, you're going to be at more risk of injury So your joints aren't going to be as healthy, things like this, more risk of osteoporosis. Obviously, this is excessive cardio and no strength training. So there are also so many great physical and psychological health benefits with cardio, but it shouldn't just be done alone and it shouldn't be done to, to like high extents. It shouldn't be done a lot. Um, because that is when you are going to lose muscle, your joints will become weaker, you'll become more prone to injury. A mixture of both resistance training and cardio is a great route to go down. Yeah, absolutely. And I do just want to say, I feel like it came across that I was like, cardio sucks. But cardio is also awesome. We do love a bit of cardio. Any movement is good movement, right? Yeah, I think I think it's such an interesting one, isn't it? Because I feel like it's almost like you have to be team cardio or team strength training. Hardcore gym goers are like, I never do cardio. And then you've got like your cardio lovers who like just love running and they're like, well, no, I don't like the gym. But a mixture of both is amazing. It really is. All kinds of benefits. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Do love a bit of cardio. And the endorphins that you get from cardio are also incredible. I think if I go out for a run or if I do a spin and I kind of like really push my my heart rate, then uh, yeah, I feel I feel good after that. Um, okay, so let's talk about the best time to start strength training because I know that um, we talked about kind of uh, maintaining and, and building uh, lean muscle mass. Um, after you hit age 30, I believe that you begin to lose as much as three to 5% of your muscle mass per decade, which is mad. But does that kind of mean like 30 is like the time when you should start or what's the vibe? You can start at any time. There is no wrong time to start strength or resistance training. I have trained 16-year-olds and I have trained 80-year-olds. There is no right time. Obviously, it's very important when women are going through menopause and before that to build up that kind of bone density, to build up that strength because it does deteriorate as we lose estrogen. But you can build up that strength before that stage. There's no time like the present. There's no point in waiting until you're 30 because all of the health benefits that I listed that you will get through resistance training, you're going to get at any stage of your life. Whether that be one of my clients started training at 70. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. And she's improved her posture. She's improved her lower back pain. She had a really bad shoulder when she first came to me. That pain's completely gone now. So even at that age, these benefits are still going to happen. These benefits are going to happen at any stage of your life. There's no time like the present, guys. There really isn't. That is so true because it's also, I mean, you you build muscle mass more easily the younger you are, right? So, I mean, the more, the earlier you can start, the better. It's never going to be as easy as it is for you right now. Yeah, for sure. And I think we also need to look at not just the physical benefits, but enhancing your mood. And I think with the world we live in now, it is so, so busy that anything we can find that's going to enhance our mood, reduce our stress is so important and help our cognitive health as well. And there's, again, no right age to start doing that you probably want to feel better now so any time to feel better is a good time back on the strength training basics um I have been following a new strength training plan I don't know have I mentioned it yes because I'm obsessed and every time I talk to my mom about it she she freaks out because she thinks that I'm gonna end up looking like Dwayne Johnson or like gonna suddenly become a bodybuilder or something um I know I know she's not alone in this thinking um, and, you know, in that the idea that kind of lifting weights is going to make people in air quotes bulky. Um, what do you say to to people that feel that women shouldn't lift weights because they're going to end up looking like the rock? This is the most frustrating misconception ever. It really is. It really is. And it's I think it's getting better. I do think as the new generations come, we're understanding it more. Um, because I know that my mum definitely would have thought it as well. Um, But I think the thing people need to understand is it takes a very, 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 very times 50 long time to build muscle. Um, Not to mention a lot more food than you would probably expect. Um, It's not easy. It's really not. The rate of change when it comes to muscle mass is 0.5 to 1.5% per month. If you think about that over your whole body, that is tiny, not to mention four times slower than the rate of change when it comes to weight loss. So it is a lot harder to build muscle than people think. Also, because of hormones, we don't have the same, we don't have the same capacity to build muscle as men do. So we're not going to suddenly come out with massive biceps after two sessions in the gym. Not, not that men would either. I think they would probably hope so. But that is not going to happen just because of our difference in hormones. We hold muscle in different places as well as females. Um, yeah, this is a mass a massive misconception. I think people see photos of women bodybuilders who are bulky, and yes, 
I mean, depends what you mean by bulky, but they probably do look what you would quote unquote bulky. Um, and they think, oh, well, they must go to the gym a lot and they must lift weights. When in actual fact, they're on crazy nutritious nutrition plans, crazy training schedules, not to mention probably taking some illegal substances such as steroids. Um, so this is not really a realistic way to look at strength and resistance training because our bodies aren't going to get like that, especially as females, because we don't have as much testosterone as males do. Um, yeah, it's a really frustrating misconception and it's really hard to build muscle. I've been training for 15 years, probably trying to build muscle. Um, and I'm pretty sure I don't look bulky. So, no, the opposite, the opposite of bulky. I mean, I, I do just kind of want to, like, I don't want people to feel despondent and think like, oh, it's going to take 15 years for them to build muscle in the gym. I mean, we're talking about the kind of, like, bodybuilding-esque muscle or, like, Dwayne Johnson muscle. Like, if you start strength training, I mean, you will, you will build some lean muscle. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And actually you have the capacity to build more muscle at the beginning. Um, so when you are a newbie, it will be more towards the 1.5% per month. Um, as you become more experienced in training, in resistance training, in lifting, you'll be closer to the 0.5% per month. Yeah, because our bodies are amazing and they adapt to the stress that we put on it. Which they is, are incredible things. Which is so rad. Okay. Um, how do I even start strength training if I don't maybe have access to a personal trainer or if I want to be doing it at home? I mean, it, it can seem really daunting for someone who's never done it before. Definitely. And I think the important thing to remember here is that resistance training is very functional. So what I mean by that is the movements that you will do in resistance training, you have probably done in your daily life without even realizing. Let's take going up the stairs, for example. A step up, great, great exercise to increase leg strength, to increase glute strength, really, really good one for your glutes. Um, even core stability, because you're using your balance there as well. So that is a great exercise that you use probably most days walking upstairs. Again, there's so many kind of when you're bending over, you're hinging. That's a movement we use loads in resistance training for our deadlifts, for bent over rows. So there's some movements that I would, I would suggest starting with. And that is literally a squat movement. So squatting down, a lunge movement, a hinge movement. So that is bending at your hips. So flexing at your hips, a push movement. So that would be kind of a press up motion, but you can also do that on the wall, do it kind of anywhere that would be simpler and a pull movement. And that is working kind of your full body and loads of different functional movements in there. Um, so some examples of exercises, I would say squats a great one to start with. A lunge is a great one to start with. And I'm pretty sure we've all encountered these at some point in our life. And then a push and a pull motion. Create a little circuit. 
and try that at home. You can even try it with your body weight, just going through the movements. I'm kind of doing it now, like I want to show you, but <laughs> it's really hard. But people can can check you out on Instagram. I'm sure you have a ton of workout examples um, like this. That's G Granty Fitness. If anyone wants to take a peep and see what they look like and check out George's form because it's fab. Um, yeah, and I mean, I, I love what you said about body weight as well. Like, I think we think of like people here strength training or weight training. They think, oh, okay, I need a giant barbell, you know, to to actually do it effectively. When actually working against the weight of your own body, that's resistance, right? So you can if you're new strength training you can see really good results just with body weight training a hundred percent and I think the important thing to think about is any resistance training is anything under a load and your body weight is quite a big load so it is just thinking about extending and bending at joints that is literally on its own going to strengthen your muscles around those joints so I want to kind of um zoom out a little bit and um so we're kind of we're in high summer now heading into autumn soon I mean is now kind of a good time to look at incorporating a strength training program is there you know do you train seasonally how how does it work um when you're starting out with strength training again I feel like I'm gonna repeat myself there's no there's no better time than the present honestly there's you can train at any time in the year. I mean, I would say if you have seasonal affective disorder or something similar and struggle with your moods in the winter, I think that's even more of an important time to be training. Because again, it's going to improve your self-esteem. It's going to improve your mood. It's going to decrease your stress. So I think times when you feel more stress are the most important times to exercise because you've got to remember what it's doing to your cognitive health and the amazing effect it's having on your nervous system and all your other systems in your body. There's so many positive impacts and these positive impacts should should be wanted at any point in the year. And I think that's why it's important to understand the amazing benefits that exercise has because if you are exercising just before summer to lose weight for summer it's a seasonal thing that you do every single year I'm gonna go on a six-week plan I'm gonna go crazy before summer lose weight and then the rest of the year you find that you you stop that that's very understandable because your motivation there was an aesthetic goal that you got to and then you didn't really care about which is why I think it's important to have looking after your health and having your body work optimally having that as a goal because that goal is never going to go away that is going to be for longevity you're always going to want to be the healthiest version of yourself you're not always going to want to look good in a bikini so I think that's a really important thing to cover I do think you should work out all year um I think sometimes that's hard because people get bored so I think it's keeping things fresh keeping things enjoyable and I think that's an amazing thing with resistance training there is so much variety and actually you will find that as you progress naturally 
because more movements will start to come into play that you couldn't do before. Then you'll be doing supersets. So you'll be doing one exercise straight after another. And then you'll be like, oh, how could I progress this a bit more? Maybe I'll do a little bit of a circuit. Maybe I'll add some more weight. Maybe I'll learn some more exercises. There's so much variety that naturally comes as you progress with resistance training. So I think one thing I would say to do throughout your year of training is switch it up. Start learning new things, start switching up your training, start changing your exercises. Realize when you're feeling unmotivated because you're not enjoying when you're what you're doing and change it to something you are going to enjoy. Even if that is having a week off and just going for a few walks, because then the likelihood is you'll miss it and you'll want to come back to it because it honestly does make you feel great absolutely and I mean it doesn't even have to be the case oh it's summer now so I should be outdoors I mean yeah getting outdoors is fantastic but like training in that way is not only a thing for indoors right I mean you can go and do um some step ups on a park bench or you can kind of take your body weight circuit outside and do it in a park a hundred percent and I would say that is a great thing about summer the weather gives you the ability to do that I think one thing that's important to cover as well I know I stated that your squat lunge hinge push pull really important movements I think when you go online you see some funky exercises that are kind of doing things that look really really complex and you don't actually need that if you find that fun go for it do it but the best way to progress in resistance training is keeping your staple movements and building on it building the reps, taking down the rest time a little bit, building the weights, progressing in a way that's going to make it harder, but you don't necessarily need to change the movements. Honestly, there is so much, so, so much benefit you can get from a squat, a lunge, a hinge. Honestly, it's just having that progression there and keep, keep building. And that is something that is important but will also come naturally when you naturally become stronger. Yeah, and that's going to keep you motivated. Like, as you said, when, you know, the idea of looking good in a bikini is only going to get you so far, where if you're kind of doing more reps every week or you're adding a bit more weight or whatever the case is, that is so much more rewarding um, and it's going to keep you coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, as much as I want to talk about this for like another five hours because it's been so fun, um, I think we need to call time on this episode. Uh, Georgia, it has been an absolute delight. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. This has been so fun. I'm kind of sad it's the end of the series now. If you haven't listened to the first two episodes, be sure to go back and check them out. We chatted about finding balance in health post lockdown and how to deal with comparisons culture. Yeah, and uh, Georgia has some really excellent tips for us there too. My name's Kirsty, and the best place to find me is on Instagram at it's me Kirsty. That's Kirsty with an I. I'm Georgia, and you can find me on Instagram at gGrantyFitness. We'd love to hear your thoughts on everything we've chatted about the past few weeks, and we'll see you there. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.